The day is finally here. We know the future of the DCU. Some would say, Greg, the hierarchy of power has changed. It's changed. James Gunn is at the top. All the way to the top. We did it. I don't know what we did. Oh, no, I know what we did. We watched a lot of movies. We watched a lot, a lot of, of mid-movies. <laughs> we watched a lot of mid-movies and reviewed them and sat through things going, I can't believe they're fucking up the DC universe. But James Gunn is here to save us. And, and uh, you know, when we look back at a lot of those movies, uh, we, we rank and review things here at Kind of Funny in the show in review. When you look at the DCEU in review, the James Gunn projects are, are all the way to the top, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's where he belongs with this. And, and we've been... Waiting for this day to come, Greg. We knew that one day James Gunn was going to come out and announce the the first slate. You say that. I've been waiting for this day even longer than that. Because what I've been waiting for at DC and Warner Brothers is someone to grab the fucking wheel. Mm -hmm. So who is going to come in and be the Kevin Feige? And so as we saw the DCEU continue to flounder and disappoint, whether you like some of the movies or not, flounder and disappoint, uh, when they announced that James Gunn was doing it, it was almost too good to be true. Yep. And so to finally be here, to have James Gunn talking to you, to have James Gunn talking to you just straight into a camera, explaining what he's doing, explaining the first phase, I can't wait. Yeah, no, it's, it is, it's very special, and I want to talk about all the, the details of it, like even the presentation of it, how they did it. I do think that it, it's very telling on how James wants to, to kind of run this entire situation. So we're going to go chronologically through kind of uh, the different projects, what they talked about, and some of the ramifications of it all. Uh, and I'm very excited to get into all of that. But first, let me tell you, of course, this is the kind of funny screencast. We love to get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. You can watch it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or search your favorite podcast service for the kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you. Uh, we do episode by episode breakdowns of things like The Last of Us, soon to be doing The Mandalorian. It's going to be a great time for everybody involved. If you want to support us even more, though, if you want to go the distance, Greg, where do they got to go? He's going the distance. Patreon.com slash. He's going for speed. <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get the show ad free or become a Patreon producer just like Jay Kolbs, Nathan Lamothe, Monica Boomenlog, DJ Kento on Twitch, Trent Berry, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, and Casey Andrew have all done. Thank you all so very much for your support. Uh, today we're brought to you by Grammarly, but I'll tell you about that later. I want to get right into it, Greg. Let's get into it. So James Gunn. Yeah. Co-CEO of DC Studios. Yeah. With Peter Safran. This is important. James Gunn more on the creative side. Peter more on the business side. So we only, we only care about James. He's going to be the public face yeah. of it, right? He's going to be very much the Kevin Feige that's out there kind of like, like laying the groundwork. And we've already seen this, right? We've seen him recently on Twitter uh, take a, a very refreshing approach to um, how he, he's going to lead um, this property many properties that they have at DC where he's shutting down rumors left and right on Twitter, sure. right? He's out there kind of just doing his best to control this, which I appreciate. I like to see it because when you let the message things, run away, right? Yeah. That's when you get in trouble. Like that's why you, if you ignore something and let it fester and grow and like, you know, become a problem, then it becomes a problem. If you can get out and send and be like, Hey, this is why we're doing it. This is what we're up to. Like he's already answering so many questions today. Yep. And uh, one of the questions I had was, how involved is James going to be in pretty goddamn every, involved <laughs> exactly but in every single project and how is this all going to work and yes it's, it turns out he is very 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 involved but he's not alone 
So yeah. he has, he it's co-CEO with Peter Safran. Uh, but then in addition to that, he has five people in a creative uh, brain trust that he's calling the architects. The architects. Which I love. Greg Miller, you have your hand raised. What's your question? Oh, yeah, I put up the five. I was just oh, putting up the five. Gotcha. Go. The architects is a cool thing, and I imagine one of these animated properties is going to bust through the fourth wall and have to deal with the architects. I, I love that. I do think that there was a, a lot of things that James Gunn said. James Gunn, fun guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's just, he is who he is. And so um, he... I think that even watching the video that he put out, it was obviously scripted, but he clearly went off script a couple times in a way that this is such a, a weird specific presenter thing, yeah. but he used words over and over and over, which to me shows he was just being authentic. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, like a copy editor would have went in and you've already it. used this adjective. You've said so marvelous. You said fantastic, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They, but he kept it. And so it's a small little thing, but I appreciate it because it shows that he he's like, being authentic about the the sure. stuff that he's talking about here um and so i also imagine that some of the things he said might not be like official nouns so i don't know if the architects is going to stick I as like a thing it. but i fucking like it anyways yeah if um, we make it a thing he'll have to stick with it he'll have to do it there's another thing later we'll get to like the crime saga which i'm excited about that i don't think it's going to be an official thing but sure. i love the name um so the the five people in the the architects uh include tom king greg who is tom king tom king is a storied comic book writer uh he's a modern Marvel, if you will, of somebody who's popped off. Uh, he, of course, wrote uh, The Vision. This is the yes. one that WandaVision pulled a lot of stuff from. Of course, Vision creating his own family and doing all these different things. Um, I know him and love him from his DC work, namely when his run on Batman, uh, to kind of give you some context there, he's the guy who married Batman and Catwoman and did all that stuff leading up to it. So if you heard me on Comic Book Club talk about Tom King, you've heard me talk about uh, Superman and Lois going on a double date with Bruce and Selina, but it's actually, you know, Batman and Catwoman. Uh, you've heard me talk about, like, the one where... Uh, jo uh, Joker and Catwoman get in a fight and they're both like critically wounded so they can't take their hand off their puncture wounds or their slit throats but they so it's a comic book of them just laying on the floor talking to each other and talking shit about Batman and all the it's like fantastic stuff and then of course one of his other ones is Mr. Miracle which is another one that was a limited run series that people uh, fucking adore he's fantastic he's super talented he's a great fit for this team he gets comic books yes right I think that's the, the he gets comics books and he also gets like humanity character yeah like and, and that's the thing that's something that we've seen james gunn be an expert at yeah. uh, in in his dc and marvel movies and even outside of those uh mm -hmm. properties he's he really it's story first character driven love that stuff so um tom king number one second up drew goddard drew goddard of course the daredevil show creator um also cabin in the woods cabin in the woods you, you might remember that. him from up at noon with greg miller yeah. You might remember James Gunn from the Lollipop Chainsaw video with Greg Miller. Exactly. Oh, all. I made these people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Why yeah, yeah. am I not an architect? All the way to the top. Uh, Christina Hodson next up. Now, I don't know her. that name might not immediately jump out sure. to you, but continues the trend of being exciting to, to, to us here. Uh, wrote Birds of Prey. Ah. Another movie that's very high on our list sure, uh, yeah, of yeah. what the DC. That egg sandwich. Mm -hmm, that, that damn egg sandwich. Um, she also wrote The Flash, which is upcoming. Now, we're going to talk a lot about The Flash okay? because there's there's a lot to say. The word fantastic was used many, 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 James many Gunn times. James Gunn loves it, apparently, is what I've been seeing the scuttlebutt from. Yeah, it. and I, I've been hearing a lot about The Flash from uh, the, the internet, from people that like I trust that like have inside sources saying like it's actually really good. I find it hard to believe. I really do, sure. but they're, they're really, really committing to it, which, I mean, I, of course they're going to hype up their movies, but it feels different that they're doing it this way. Well, I mean, you figure right now, like, well... I shouldn't say that, I guess. But you figure James Gunn is trying to take a very authentic approach. From what I've heard, I think I saw him quoted today saying it's like he, may, he thinks one of the best superhero movies. Yeah. 
if he lies and just carries toes the company line, then why would we believe him about anything else he's singing to say? Exactly, exactly. So moving on from that, Jeremy Slater, uh, who worked on the Moon Knight show. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, Crystal, Crystal Henry. Uh, and this is the one that I think I'm most excited about uh, rounding out this group. Wrote the Watchmen series. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she is show running Waller. The animated show. show we're about to talk about. Not huh? animated. Oh, not animated. Live action. Okay. Prestige HBO television. It's that thing where I looked at it, but I looked away. Like, I know we're doing this thing, so I've looked, but I, I didn't look, but I looked, and I'm, it's a lot of information today. There's a lot of information, Greg. So let's, let's keep Superman. going into that information. Now, uh, a quote about the architect situation is, we sat down in a room for a few days, and we started to bash out what the basic overall plan could be. Not so much that it ties your wrists, but enough that we know what the basic story is, where we're going, and it's something that we're going to continue to do. And the most important quote that I saw James Gunn say, and an important thing here, um, last night, they or yesterday, they had a press-only briefing of all this um, where a select few members of the press got to go and actually ask questions to James and get into it. And then today, they put out the six-minute video of James Gunn talking to us, um, going through all this stuff. But because of that, if you look at Variety, Hollywood Reporter, ComicBook.com, Deadline, everybody has like different quotes and like there's sure. more information out there. Uh, and a, lot, a lot of really, really juicy tidbits. But the thing that gets me extremely, extremely excited, Greg, yeah. is the quote, we will not go into production until a script is done. I feel most superhero movies could learn a thing or two I mean, it's what, most movies, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I just, I again, love that they're kind of starting there. Clearly, James knows what has went wrong in the past on superhero movies. Yeah. How do we address that? Good start. Good start. Um, so one of the first things they talked about, Greg, is something that you've talked about wanting forever. Just an official branding. Yeah. DC Elseworlds. Ah, yes, 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 yes. They, they very much want to make sure that the general audience understands there's the DCU and then there's Elseworld stories that they're going to keep doing. There's going to be more projects, TV shows, all of that stuff. But it's Elseworld. There'll be a branding thing clearly uh, saying that. Hopefully this is best case scenario for like their version of the in association with Marvel, but it's actually a good thing this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that's what the interesting thing about DC, right, is that arguably their most interesting products have been the things that aren't in the continuity of the DCEU when you talk about something like Joker, right, or the Batman. Exactly. Like, hey, let's get these things that are happening but don't affect the giant story we're trying to tell like James is talking about. Yep, and uh, James has said this before, but now really gives context to the idea that the DCU is a multiverse, starting off, that's just how it works. They're really going into that. Called uh, but DCU is like the main canon story that they're they're trying to build out here um but that includes comics tv shows movies games the whole kit and caboodle it's oh, yeah. not just movies it's not just shows it's it also includes the other things um which is a, a very 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 ambitious ambitious task right like i it could work and especially depending on like what this vision ends up looking like a couple of years down the line um, I, I feel like we, a fear we've had before is like, oh, but am I going to have to play this game to watch the show, whatever? I think James gets that. You know what I mean? For sure. I think that like, well, he'll, he'll handle it correctly. And we're already seeing not the multiverse part of it, but the tie-in part of it work with things like uh, what we see on the Disney Plus Marvel shows that then lead to the movie, right? Where I don't think you're completely lost if you pop up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you jump into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? Are you totally lost if you didn't watch wandavision no that's just helpful and someone say actually kind of jarring for who wanda is in that movie but you know what i mean like 
there's stuff there that you can get filled in on and you can watch if you want to, but if not, the big beats are still there. Exactly. Um, so uh, speaking of the Elseworlds stuff, they, they talked a lot about what's currently going on now that we was already announced that James just has to deal with whether he wants we to put too not, much fucking right? money into these things. we got to put them out exactly. unless it's Batgirl, which fucking sucks. Uh, so with that, um, the idea is that going forward, once this really kicks in, the DCU will have. Um, so right now they didn't announce dates for many things. The only thing with the date that we got is the upcoming Superman movie. Right. And James was saying that that's part of the strategy. They don't want to like have to commit to things. Scripts need to be done. A lot of scripts aren't done. There's no reason to put dates on things that might shift a bazillion sure. times and all that stuff. So like that idea, very different than what we normally see from Hollywood. Um, but uh, with that, they're saying that once the DC movies start rolling out, their goal is to have two movies and two shows a year. Okay. And everything that they announced today of the, the new stuff is part of the first chapter of that. But what Gods they announced today is not the full chapter one. Sure. And this is uh, up until 2027 is what they're saying okay. is the goal. But that might change. And they, they're like, he even said, if it ends 2030, that's when it ends. Like, we're going to get this right, which is very exciting. Um, and they made it clear that that two movies and two shows is DCU canon stuff. That does not include the Elseworld stuff. Sure. So there will be years where we get a, the Batman movie in addition to the two movies and two shows. Gotcha. Um, so those movies right now, and he even like straight up said, Joker, Folly Adieu, and the Batman Part 2, and Teen Titans Go. So showing kind of the breadth of what that could look like from different Elseworlds that aren't connected but sure. are doing their own thing, including the more uh, kid-focused animation stuff like Teen Titans Go. Great show. Um, but... Here's a quote for you, Greg. I love a quote. Here's a quote for you that I... I love a quote. Very excited to tell you. All right. There might be a Superman video game don't, to bridge the gap to, a, to the Superwoman movie. <laughs> Isn't it a Supergirl movie? Yeah, Supergirl. Supergirl movie. Yeah. I mean, they could have fucked up the yeah, quote. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was, I, I, I wrote that wrong. I now, I, this definitely is... In, it's nothing. It's not an announcement or anything. I mean, but he's it's not. It. It's not nothing. He said it's it, not right. nothing. It's the mention of a Superman video game. Yeah, to bridge the Supergirl. Give me whatever. Give me a three-hour fucking game. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have to. Oh, let's not think too hard on this. Let's not. Everybody, everybody wants thinks game and needs to be open world three hundred hours. No. Give me a three-hour long episode that is gonna whatever introduce Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Exciting stuff, Greg. Indeed. Uh, and then in terms of the biggest question everybody had was who's staying. <laughs> Who's going sure. in terms of the actors? And um, I gotta say, overall with this whole thing, I'm a little surprised how messy it still is. Sure. <laughs> like, so where we're at is uh, Gal Gadot has been talked to, uh, but not confirmed to be coming back. Like, they want her; she wants to be part of it. Is it going to work? What's so it full look stop? Like? Are you t- are you don't. just talking about being in the DCU, or just talking about being still connected to DC? Anything? Elseworlds? Whatever? Uh, either. Okay. Yeah. And that's what, that's why they're saying that like it's it's because I do think know. you know they have the wonder they have the Themyscira show they've talked they t- we're going to talk about it. I don't know how you want to do this we haven't yeah. run through everything yeah, yeah. somebody is listening and hasn't heard fucking anything about this exactly we're going we're going in the order of the, 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 how they talked about it that, that's that's where we're at with this they talked about the architect stuff first Greg. I watched the six minute video they never mentioned the architect I, I know exactly but the, the thing yesterday they did this and that that's this is the juicy stuff you want to watch the six minute video go watch the fucking six minute video fucking perverts. Um, but what's cool about that to me is that um, 
they are willing to talk to these people and like, but they're not committing it one way or another. The only confirmed people that are not going to be back, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. Sure. For so now. That, yeah, exactly. But they, they went out Price of their way on Infinite to Earth, say, I guarantee you, you see them, ladies and gentlemen. 2030, 2035, you will see these motherfuckers suited up against me. Awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you're all going to act like you fucking loved the DCEU, but you didn't. Uh, but even if they didn't, it's still exciting. It's still cool as fuck. Yeah, oh, exactly, no, 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 no. Exactly. Um, then moving on to that, Ezra is somebody they talked about a lot, Ezra okay. Miller. Um, Ezra's committed to rehab. They reiterated that many, many times. Um, and they are so good as the flash yeah. and the movie is so good that they are probably going to continue using that as long as he's or they are committed to being good exactly okay. that's that's the the vibe that they were sending but still not confirmed they, okay. they made it clear okay. that, that they're going to wait and see how things go how the flash movie actually goes uh john cena and viola davis are still in of course obviously obviously um no directors have been attached to any projects um although they are very close on signing at least a couple and they really want gun for superman but it, he's so busy that it probably is. James, not. you can't be that busy. Save us. Save Superman. We need you, James Gunn. So moving on to what we know already, we got a couple movies that are coming out this year. A whole sure. bunch of them, actually, yeah, Greg. Yeah. Shazam, Fear of the Gods. Quote there, Shazam's doing his own thing. That's what was said about Shazam. March 17th. Still part of the whole thing, but just doing his own thing. Kind of Elseworlds DCEU. Uh, well, that's that's the thing that gets weird here, Greg. Okay. They haven't said that. Like, it's still messy as shit. These movies here, the way he talks about it, it's, it is still part of this. It is part of the DCU. But there, there was a couple times where he was like, this is where it starts. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. It's like, wow, there's like four starting points. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's messy, Greg. Well, if Shazam keeps fighting Pfizer, we'll see if he actually makes it. Anyway. We will see. We will see. Uh, so, yeah, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, March 17th. That's real close. Then The Flash. Quote, is fantastic. <laughs> they said that no less than 10 times. Sure. Um, and it resets the entire DC universe. We can kind of put that together. We've heard that. They've now said that okay. explicitly, that okay. it resets the DC universe. That's June 16th. Then Blue Beetle, again, fantastic film. Love this word, fantastic. Uh, a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU. Also dropped marvelous a lot, and I appreciated that. Uh, August 18th, then Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, December 25th. Had very little to say about Aquaman. It seems like he does not care about Aquaman. Sure. Well, there you go. Back to the authenticity. He's like, yeah, this is a pile of dog shit, but we'll see you on Christmas. Exactly. Uh, then that leads us to an interesting place, 2024. Very You're barren. Okay. Very, very barren. Yeah. Like we're uh, 2023, chock full of movies that have been delayed a million times to end whatever, the DCEU. 2024, the only thing on the calendar is Joker 2. Okay. October 4th, 2024. That is Elseworlds. Uh, then... Some Matt Reeves updates for you. Okay. Here. All right. Batman trilogy. Ooh. Batman trilogy. That's a new information we did not have. We only had part two announced. Uh, we now have a name, The Batman Part Two. Uh, it is going to come October 3rd, 2025. Um, Jesus. Yeah. That sounds so far away. I know it's not. It's two years, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a blink, we'll be there. Um, James Gunn is calling it The Crime Saga, which is fucking cool. Cool. Batman trilogy and the Penguin HBO series are all part of. The Crime Saga. Oh, right. The Penguin mm -hmm. HBO series. That's still happening. Huh? Mm -hmm. okay. It is. It is. Okay. Um, and then a separate Superman movie produced by J.J. Abrams through Bad Robot is still happening. Okay. No dates, no anything like that, but it is still happening. It will be Elseworlds. Okay. So now we get into, Greg, the DCU chapter We're going to set the hierarchy of power right now. We're setting it. We're setting it, everybody. Gods and monsters. Great title. I love that this is Marvel, but it's not. 
We don't do phases here. We do chapters, and we name those chapters immediately. Starting there, Greg, what's that do for you? Chapter one, Gods and Monsters for DC. I mean, there's a lot. I think that's thrown around a bunch in comics and superhero-ness. And, you know, that's always been the conversation when I think, I don't want to speak out of turn. I want to say it was Stan Lee, but it was maybe somebody else. But it was somebody talking about the differences between Marvel and uh, DC. And from a broad stroke, it being that Marvel are normal people given the abilities of gods. And DC are gods coming down to live as normal people. Mm. And I've always thought that was an interesting take on it. Because, of course, when we talk about Marvel and you talk about a lot of the heroes there, it is... Peter Parker, everyday person, bit by the radioactive spider, right? He's out to do his thing. Even Tony Stark, a man who then uses intellect to then make the suit to go off and do that. And, of course, obviously that expands out into literal gods of Thor and things like that. Uh, but for, you know, DC, and when you really think of uh, the the big three, right, the Trinity, it is Superman, an alien here with, un, you know, godlike powers. Wonder Woman, you know, formed of clay on Themyscira, godlike powers. And then Batman, of course, who yeah. is a normal man but come on now you know what i mean the most powerful human being in the world right for sure um so i think this sets the stakes right of if you were to come back and look at it right and, and even to, i know this is a weird one but jump to something like unbreakable right where of course not at all connected to dc but again i, I loved the premise of unbreakable and what samuel jackson's character always talked to bruce willis about right was that what if the myths we have in comic books are based on like you know godlike abilities here on earth and stuff like that so to set it up here of like sure if, if superman's going to be a god to some people he'd have to have a monster to fight right the the villains he would go up against and i think that can obviously be applied to every other you know project we're about to talk about and see of like where that would go and i think it's a great way again of like whatever their dcu is about to become it is about to it is going to be a world that is inhabited by the every everyday man that then is also has to look up in the sky and see gods flying around fighting monsters. Yeah. We're going to get into all those projects, but before we do that, let's take a word from our sponsors. Shout out to Grammarly for sponsoring this episode. From essays to emails, Grammarly's communication assistants can help you write with confidence. Grammarly is a must-have for every student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using Grammarly for years, and Joey specifically is a huge fan. She says, and I quote, Grammarly is used with everything. Emails, tweets, even writing our weekly schedule. Sometimes my brain works faster than my fingers and it's nice to have a second set of eyes. The free versions of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions, a tone detector, and a synonym feature, all to help you proofread your work as you write. So you can be sure it's mistake-free and polished before submitting. Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features like clarity, full sentence rewrites, which flag and rephrase hard to read sentences. Premium even comes with plagiarism detection from S and projects to emails and presentations improve your grades this semester with grammarly you can sign up for an account today at grammarly.com slash kind of funny and get 20 percent off when you're ready to upgrade to grammarly premium that's g-r-a-m-m-a-r-l-y.com slash kind of funny grammarly.com slash kind of funny Worth pointing out, mm -hmm. just so I don't get eaten alive in the comments, there is an animated film called DC Gods and Monsters, which was a fun watch. Uh, uh, it's an alternate, it's an Elseworld. Uh, Superman is raised by Zod. Batman's a vampire. I forget what Wonder Woman's deal was, but it was a fun time. And, they, and I think they had a prequel comic and stuff like that. Yeah. So, chapter one, Gods and Monsters. Uh, the titles they announced today are part of the first chapter of it. They're looking at 2025 to 2027. Uh, they have a eight to ten year plan, though, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, for... Mm -hmm. Chapter the DC one. universe as a as a whole. Um, the first project that it, that will be released and the first one they talked about, Creature Commandos, uh, maybe 2024 was said. 
So there is a chance that this will happen. Um, the, there's the very, Weasel. There, there is Weasel. He survived, everybody. So um, this is a seven-episode animated show. Gunn wrote all the episodes. Sure. Which is exciting. Um, the team here, we have Rick Flagg Sr., Nina Mazursky, Dr. Phosphorus, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, G.I. Robot, and Weasel. James Gunn said that uh, animation allows their creative collaborators to tell stories that are gigantic, but without spending, you know, $50 million an episode. Uh, they also went on to say that the uh, plan is that the characters, that actors will voice animated things as well. It'll be the most plan. likely uh, that they gave the, themselves that is, wiggle room, yeah. but that's the plan. Sure. That's the goal. I'm just and, making sure you yep, understand for sure. But they even said that like, they're not, people aren't cast yet. They're, they're looking for people, and their goal is to get people that will be going back and forth between the, the two mediums. Sure. Um, so let's just start here. I think it's a weird thing for them to start with this. 100%. <laughs> yeah, what is it, if, if the question was, what does this do for me? Absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And now I say that knowing full well it's James Gunn, yep. which means I'm going to watch it, and by the, end, by the end of episode seven, I'm going to be like, that was fucking awesome. I know these new characters. I know not new characters. I know these characters in a different light, uh, and I'm, I like it. But no, it's not, it's not the exciting thing I wanted to be announced, right? Exactly. Like, to me, I, I expect this is going to be excellent. I think we're going to love it. I think it's going to be very funny. I think it's going to start building in the world, the James Gunn world that we are going to end up living in for decades probably. Yeah, yeah. But it does just seem weird to just announce this. And again, I was saying that so many starting points. Reset with The Flash, but then there's movies after The Flash. It's like, okay, so there's Blue Beetle and then there's Aquaman. And then it's like, all right, cool. Now we're starting the DC Universe Chapter 1 with this animated show. But really it starts with the Superman movie. So it's like, this is messy, Greg. It it's is. already Well, messy. keep in mind that The Flash resets the universe that they're not using anymore. Mm -hmm. So it resets the universe and then Blue Beetle and Aquaman will have to deal with whatever ramifications there were from that. But they're still in their Elseworlds DCEU thing unless that's, otherwise noted that's the thing is i don't i don't know guaranteed take it to the bank take the blue the beetle and take it to the bank and bank that they're not going to gonna the be bank. in dcu go to the bank yeah not those versions my my prediction yeah i, I mean, know what you're saying it is messy i hear what you're saying just, just the way james gunn legitimately was talking about blue beetle made it sound like that it will be in like in the dc universe and the problem with the dc universe <laughs> is there's the noun version and then there's just like talking about all the multiverse of universes right sure. yeah yeah but yeah, I'm with you that a full-on, like, just clean start would be what I think would be the move. It doesn't seem like that's what's, what they're saying, though. Okay, we'll see. Um, then next up, we have a show called Waller. Uh, Viola Davis is back. Uh, Team Peacemaker will appear in the show. Um, this will be a bridge between Peacemaker season one and season two, which is still happening. Uh, but Gunn's been so busy that he hasn't had time to write it yet. So this is going to be uh, show ran uh, by the writer of the Watchmen series, which is very exciting. They're saying that it's going to be very dark. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and very, very serious. I would imagine if it's the Watchmen showrunner and Waller. Exactly. And so with that, with everything that we've seen from the already existing James Gunn DC movies and shows, um, Waller is kind of the obvious big bad in yeah. a way. Um, so I could see them kind of using this show as the um, James Gunn reset point in a okay. way. Okay. Status quo setter. I guess is probably not a reset point, but you get what I'm saying? Like sure. kind of using this of like, all right, let's finish off the storylines of what we had so that Peacemaker season two can be more the new DCU vision okay. of things. So you think Peacemaker's in DCU? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Waller is in DCU? That's, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, then 
The true beginning of the DCU is what they're calling Superman okay. Legacy. July 11th, 2025. The only thing with an actual date. The first movie that will be coming out that is fully, fully James Gunn. Uh, he's writing it. We don't know who's directing it. I hope he's directing it. 100%. James, save Superman. Save Superman, James Gunn. The quote here uh, from Peter Safran is, it focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He's the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old-fashioned. Uh, wow, that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was hard. It's been a long, hard journey to get to the most basic fucking Superman quote of all time, but I can't fucking wait. Um, Gunn's writing the project. Saffron said he hopes Gunn can be persuaded, perhaps, to direct it as well. Uh, when he said that, Gunn was sitting right next to him. He remained uncharacteristically poker-faced in response. So, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, then, one that I'm actually really excited about here, a big premiere HBO television series, lanterns yeah uh it's like true detective with two lantern space cops uh a big mystery will be set up here that heavily ties into the overall dcu story yeah fuck yeah that sounds fucking awesome and it's hal and john right wasn't that confirmed yeah Mm -hmm. that sounds awesome i love the idea of that and what a great way too of just like all right cool let's your your green lanterns already we don't need an origin story you'll pick it up as we go and yeah you i mean that's what lanterns are right they are space cops so what is this big mystery that is going to be tied to chapter one, Gods and Monsters? What are we looking at that'll you know kind of set the pace for what's happening? Yeah, I'm really, really excited for that. And I think that Dak and Waller have the potential to really set the tone for what these shows are. Because, you know, we look at the Marvel side of things and there's so many comparisons to be made. I'm sure we're going to continue to, to do that in every way. Um, but when we look at the Disney Plus side, MCU's done a lot of different things. A lot of different genres, a lot of different styles, a lot of different tones. But they're still all MCU. I, I really feel like we still haven't had that like major, major, this is radically different thing. Sure. Uh, we, every once in a while, get teased with that or told that it's going to happen, but then you get Eternals, and it's like, Eternals wasn't as artsy as it could have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't sure. as like what people kind of expected. Whereas I think with Waller and Lanterns, there is the potential for this to be more like a, uh, what we think of as an HBO show as compared to just being a streaming show that's adding to the story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, both of those are really exciting. Then the next big movie, The Authority. This is a passion project of James Gunn. It's a different look at superheroes. Before I get into the little odds and ends here, do you know anything about The Authority? No, I remember seeing it on comic covers and stuff like that, but I don't know much about it. So from global fame to relative obscurity, Superman Legacy will lead directly into The Authority, an ensemble movie about superhumans who have a less than idealistic approach to saving the world. Sounds man, what does familiar. this sound like? What does this sound like? Uh, Not to my, I mean, I know I'm sure they probably predated the boys, but yeah, exactly. Uh, Gunn spoke at, at length about the authority, a project he said he's really excited to bring to life. The characters come from Wildstorm, which was launched in 1992 as an independent entity under current DC Comics chief Jim Lee and ultimately made an imprint of DC. The Wildstorm characters were later folded into the main DC Comics universe when the company rebooted its continuity with the new 52 initiative in 2011. Gunn said he and Saffron intend to do the same with Wildstorm characters in the DCU. I remember that. Yeah. I, I, for me, Wildstorm will always be the side thing that I saw when I was going to get my DC books and it would be there. I'm like, I'm good. I'm and good. It, and they did a crossover. It was not a, I forget the fucking team. Maybe it was the authority shit. That, with the Justice League, that was pretty good. Mm. I mean, I'll look into it. Uh, then we, we got a quote here about it. It's, 
it isn't just a story of heroes and villains and not every movie and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. Uh, there are people that are very questionable, like the authority, who basically believe that you can't fix the world in an easier manner uh, and they take things into their own hands. So, interesting. Cool. I find it hard to be excited about it. This seems like seems like a, a old school DC decision. Yeah. But the fact that James Gunn's making it makes it like, all right, I believe you. I trust you. I know it's in good hands, but it everything that we just said feels... Like it's still just going. If if we didn't have the brand of DCU and didn't know about any of this, and these things were just announced as part of the DCEU, we wouldn't question it at all. I think Superman's the the shining example against that, though, right? Yeah. What that that, that would be out of the ordinary for DCEU? Yeah. Yeah. So. I, but James is a weird guy, and he's going to come in and do weird projects, and he's going to make us care about him, right? Yep. The 100%. Wildstorm thing I was thinking about was JLA crossover with Wildcats from Wildstorm, but mm. Wildcats, which mm. had this great moment. Again, I don't know any of these clowns because they're you know C-list at the time and probably still are. Uh, but the dude with the two guns and the mask, they, the Justice League starts fighting them or whatever, and eventually, like I think it's Batman comes over to punch him, and he just sits down on the ground, puts his guns away. He's like, yo, that one's flying. You're doing that. There's more to this story than I'm not going to fight any of you. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. Guy I don't know or remember. <laughs> Uh, then next up, a show called Paradise Lost, a TV series about Paradise Island, which is Themyscira. I don't really know why they're calling it Paradise Lost. <laughs> Themyscira is hard to say and spell, so I'm sure they're just like, yeah, we'll do this. Yeah. It's probably going to be, you know, it's Paradise Lost, right? So it's got to be, you figure, not the fall of Themyscira, but some event that's going to change and probably force the Amazons back out into the world or whatever we'll set up. Because this is a prequel, obviously, to Wonder Woman. It is. Yeah, this is the, they said the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's a prequel, and it's very Game of Thrones. They're treating it like Westeros, a lot of political intrigue. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah, I would imagine, yeah, it's going to be people, you know, again, vying for position, bad people doing paradise, getting effed up by whatever's going on there and stuff. It's another one of like, okay. Like, I, that doesn't get me super excited for it. We'll see. You know what I mean? It's a similar way. Uh, not, we, you, don't get me wrong. I love you to death, Cameron Cuff. But similar way of Krypton. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I respect Krypton for giving us Superman eventually, but I don't need to watch this show necessarily. Whereas this is the same thing here. Of like, you'll get it. I, if a sun, I'm sure this will be, you know, I'm sure this will be prestige HBO Sunday night television that I will pop on and maybe it's great and i watch it or maybe i i fall off and see what's going on i mean i hope it is i hope it is prestige i hope it is that sunday night hbo that's what i hope for lanterns Uh, that's what i hope for all of these shows like i i really think that it's important that it's uh the quality over quantity and it needs to not just be that it also needs to be like like if they're saying the two shows a year yep give that the last of gravitas give that the the big big one so those are the budget um and, and, and definitely the budget um so moving on the next big big thing the brave and the bold fuck yes They're this doing is it. honestly even with a superman movie this is probably the most excited i am for really him. dude this is based on grant morrison's run of batman and robin this is batman dealing with his son damian wayne i fucking love damian wayne i don't get me wrong tim drake's my favorite robin let's not talk out of turn here but i love damian wayne for the fact that he is not the Robin you expect. If you don't know, uh, you know, Damien is the son of Talia al Ghul and uh, uh, Batman. Uh, it was very much that Batman got drugged and had sex with Talia. And this is one of the origins. I'm sure it's been rebooted several times at this point. Uh, in that this was the child that got spun off his original origin story. He shows up. He's already been trained as assassin. So he's trying to kill people in Gotham. And Batman has to explain that we don't kill anymore. And like, you get him put into the Robin suit, and it's very much that he doesn't believe that you know he should listen to his dad and all this stuff. The Batman and Robin Grant Morrison run also was Dick Grayson as Batman. You know what I mean? Like that comes in, and that was a great di- di- uh, dichotomy relationship there. I don't expect that here. They've already said it's father and son, mm-hmm. but 
the idea of how many times have we seen a Robin, whether it be uh, obviously Teen Titans, whether it be the Batman and Robin movie, whether it be uh, what they're doing in Titans itself on HBO, right? Fuck Batman. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much going on with Robin that I think dropping in Damian Wayne and that, you know what I mean? And really letting him fucking breathe and show it's all about him and be a part of it. Like, I love that idea, let alone that, as James said in the video, it really introduces you to the Bat family. Because again, theoretically, he's, if they're following trajectory, right? He's the fourth official Robin. No offense, Stephanie. You know, the fourth, the fourth Robin there. So like, do we have uh, Dick Grayson out there? Do we have Nightwing out there doing shit? Do we get to introduce him in this movie? That's kind of something, you know I mean? Do we see that Jason Todd died? Do we, you know, like, what are we doing here? Where are we dropping? But Damien Wayne's an interesting character that is very different that I think will make it feel like not another Batman film. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, so with that, there's a couple of little tidbits here. The version of uh, Robin's Damian Wayne. Gunn described him as, quote, our favorite Robin, a little son of a bitch, an assassin, and a murderer. Nailed it. And Love that's, that. That's exactly how he plays in the books in his introduction. So here's where we get uh, interesting dates information of just like the struggle of the scheduling sure. of all this stuff. The DC Studios co-CEOs do not want the Batman 2 and the Brave and the Bold to release within six months of each other. That means the earliest the DCU's Batman reboot will release is May 2026. Now that's interesting because what else is happening May 2026, Greg? It would be my ninth wedding anniversary. And? Avengers Secret Wars. Oh, neat. Avengers Secret Wars would be May 2026 uh, if that plan uh, sticks, which I'm not confident in. But um, it is interesting to compare the two where we're going to be in f- like the, the full on lead to the end of the multiverse saga while all of this is happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. going to be interesting for everybody. A lot of good stuff. And you know how this will really go. Mm-hmm. Earliest is May 2026. In reality, you'll be seeing this movie in 2027, 2028, um, Now, can I just talk to you one second about something just for you and me? Sorry, audience. You, have to, you get to watch and listen, but just for you and me. Have you stopped to think about this as we talk about May 2026, 27, 28, or whatever, that this means you and me will be taking Ben to a matinee to see this? Like, Ben will be able Ooh. to enjoy a Batman and Robin film oh, on the screen? No, no. That's pretty cool, crazy. dude. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, and he gets to meet a little son of a bitch assassin murderer. <laughs> we'll see what it's rated. We'll see what it's rated. But I also, he will be raised in the way of the bat books by this point. <laughs> so then next up, Booster Gold, an HBO <laughs> Max show. They did, he did say HBO Max. And this is another thing, like I was saying earlier about, he was just talking, there was a script, but we don't know the details of it all because he referred to some of the other ones as HBO shows. This is HBO Max show. There technically isn't a difference, but in my mind, this is saying this is going to be more lighthearted, stupid fun. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. it is just going to be streaming stuff. Whereas the other ones hopefully get that prestige Sunday placement. Sure. Yeah. Um, Booster Gold, I love. Yeah. Booster Gold's a great, stupid ass character. If you're not familiar, Booster Gold basically st- stole a suit in this little robot named Skeets and came back in time. Why did he come back in time? Because he wants to be a superhero that's remembered in the future as an awesome dude. So he comes back here to kind of play it up and he's very much the sponsored dude. He'll sell ads on a suit at times and things like that. But he's a clown. Heart of gold, but a clown. And so to have him come back and do this, I think that could be a really, really fun show, let alone. With James Gunn being involved, and I know not writing it probably, right? Or like We don't know. That's so far out. We don't know. The joke's in there and having it be one thing. Him coming back, he will then be referencing future stuff for the DCU. Yeah. That they have the best oh, intentions that's, that's and plans, cool. right? Of like, And I'm sure it won't be spelled out, but it will be like, 
oh, well, this happens in my future, and da, 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 and this fun stuff, and, like, meeting characters we've already met at this point in the DCU, and then making jokes about where they go. That seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they they focus a lot on imposter syndrome being kind of the mm-hmm. the theme of that. Which um, is a big show. part of his character, obviously, because he does want to be a good hero, you know what I mean? And, like, usually he, you know, spoiler alert, pulls it together in the end and does something heroic to save it. Also, they usually teamed up with the Blue Beetle, so it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. what happens there. Boy Miguel from Cobra Kai. Uh Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Supergirl! A movie uh, based on Tom King's run from last year. Yep. Uh, it's a very different type of Supergirl. Girl. Uh, we see the differences between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he's an infant, versus Supergirl, who was raised on a rock chip off Krypton and watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life. Uh, Gunn called this Supergirl much more hardcore, though uh, King's series also involves Crypto, the Superdog. Well, it's King series found critical acclaim uh, because, of course, it gave Supergirl more of an identity. Something I feel DC has struggled with throughout the years is giving Supergirl an actual identity that people care about. And you see, usually she is the one, right, that is uh, used to struggle more than Superman. Again, because of the Kents and because of his upbringing. But you figure, you know, if we want to go post-crisis, right? Uh, pre-crisis, she's just Superman's cousin, whatever. That's neat, cool. She g- gives her life fighting the anti-monitor uh, that, you know, Christ on if it Earth's happened. Uh, the next introduction of her is actually the Matrix, which is a, you know, shape-shifting alien that came to our world or whatever that was, you know, raised by a Lex Luthor kind of thing, or actually, yeah, yeah, d- raised by, dated it, because she dates Lex Luthor's son here, but it actually is Lex Luthor. Doesn't matter. Shape-shifting thing, but that was like, Cool, that's not Supergirl. They introduce Supergirl, right, and give her just the traditional story, and she is the thing, but then she also was, like, an outcast on her own. The books, I thought, always struggled a bit. Reboot to the New 52. We get a very alien, very Kryptonian Kara filled with rage, right? She becomes a Red Lantern at one point because she is so... But again, it's a book that always struggles, struggle, struggle. Uh, when Tom did this story, it was yeah, a limited-run series, and it was a sci-fi mythical adventure it was go do the crazy space stuff that you know superman wants to be in metropolis or not wants to be you know what i mean superman is anchored in metropolis and has a family and earth's his home Mm -hmm. let's send her out and have her with this giant sword and slaying dragons and all this kind of shit and whatever she tries to figure herself out cool so i mean you being the superman guy that you are obviously you're excited for the superman movie are you excited for this pitch on this supergirl movie yeah of course i think again like Having Supergirl just be Superman light does not work. It just doesn't work. And I think, you know, I, I was talking about Matrix Supergirl, the shapeshifter, right? When Peter David did her book after she actually fused with uh, Linda, right? And she was her own person that could no longer shapeshift in anything. She still wasn't Superman, right? She was now struggling with this two. I'm living this dual life. I have this woman's memories that weren't my memories, but now they're my me- like. That was a very interesting case study and something going on. And it, it that book ran for a long time because it was like, okay, cool. We know this is different. This is cool. This is whatever. Having her just be the Kryptonian, like more Kryptonian than American or whatever, or Earth, Earthling, like it just isn't that great. So yes, do something weird, crazy with her. Let it be this, you know, again, it's similar to what we've seen with Marvel of how do you investigate the entire galaxy? What do you mm-hmm. do with that? And how she could be that character? Great. That's cool. And again, I think her name has gravitas that brings people in. In the way that I hear the authority, right? I'm like, yeah, whatever, cool. That cartoon that I've already forgotten from the beginning we were talking about. All right, cool. Like, I'll watch it because I'm Greg and we're going to do interview and I love DC, but I'm way more excited to see the universe through Supergirl's idea. I'm, mm-hmm. or I, eyes. I'm way more excited for her to show up on planets and then be like, oh, holy shit, a Kryptonian? 
Like, what the, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Or, like, has the word of Superman spread that far already? Where are we at with that? What Are people hunting her for that? Do we get cool Brainiac stuff? Do we get too cool Lobo stuff? Like, what is going out on the outskirts of the universe? Yeah. Then uh, the final one they talked about here, Greg, Swamp Thing. Totally outside the rest of the DCU, but it will be DCU. Um, easily the most extreme example of Gunn and Saffron's conviction to diversify the DCU, Swamp Thing will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing uh, through the prism of horror. Uh, by way of explaining further, Gunn referenced the initial reactions to the Guardians of the Galaxy joining the MCU and initial questions about how Rocket Raccoon would work standing next to Thor. That mashup quality wound up being the, one of the highlights of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, said Gunn. Uh, Gunn said they're one-upping that approach with Swamp Thing. This is a much more horrific film, but we will have Swamp Thing interact with the other characters. I love that. No matter what. Yeah. You can reboot the DC universe as many times as you mm -hmm. fucking want. They're always going to try to make Swamp Thing a thing. They got to do it. They got to do it. Again, back to this pitch. All right, sounds great. We've seen Swamp Thing a million times. Not a million times. We've seen a lot of Swamp Thing I feel, mm -hmm. in my life. I always loved watching the show growing up, you know, when it would be on like Saturday syndication. Um, I would. I obviously love horror. I love the idea, again, of like, let's diversify what these films are, right? If you want to go to the MCU side of it, right? especially nowadays and when you got the TikToks and people mm -hmm. talking about it, there's always a conversation, right, of like, uh, well, it's all the same. It's this thing. It's you end up fighting the same guy. You end up fighting the guy with the same power set at the end, yada, yada, yada. I'm down to see it diversified and weird. And let's get, if they're going to be like, Swamp Thing's a horror series or a horror movie, fuck cool. Let's see what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then one quote that he ended the actual video with that I, I really liked was... Fuck uh, Marvel. <laughs> uh, no, I'm speaking of that. We get one more Marvel project out of him, too. Like We're living our best life, James Gunn life, Greg Miller. Yeah. Guardians 3, coming soon. Uh, one of the things that's very important to me in all of these movies and TV series is that the director's vision and the vision of the writers and all of the creators is unique and something special. Storytelling is always king, and that's all that matters to us. I want to be true to these stories. If that's true, and if they commit to that, to these different properties, to these movies, these shows, some of them don't sound that exciting, but if they pull it off and it's adding to the big, exciting, the brave, the bold, the Superman legacy, this could be incredibly special, and this could be the first time we've seen a, a rise like this since the MCU. Sure. You for know. sure. Yeah, yeah. How you feeling overall? I feel great. Um... I don't, I, you know, uh, full disclosure, and as the DC fanboy and stuff, I'm not stoked about every one of these projects. I'm not beating down the door for every one of these projects, but that's not the point, right? I think the point is to, as he talks about here, director's vision, vision of the writers, let's tell fucking cool stories. I love cool stories. So if the cartoon that's name I don't remember in the beginning shows up and it's great, what is it? Creature. Creature. I mean, I, I don't I mean, even fucking know. Right? Hold on. No, it's, if the authority it's... is great, awesome. Even if they're not, though, and they bring in other audiences and bring in other cool, and they flesh out other people in the universe. Because, again, this is the thing about being the DC fanboy or the biggest DC fan you know. I don't pick up every DC book at, on Wednesday, right? Like, there's tons of stuff that I'm just like, oh, no. Like, at comic book days, I would walk in. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want this. I want that. Yeah. And so it's cool to see a diversified universe. It's cool to see vision for the universe. That's the biggest thing, right? Of course. It's that this the DC EU was adrift at sea for so long, and through no fault of the people making the films, through the people through the people with the purse strings, the people who were canceling projects and starting projects and then bailing on projects and signing a thing and not doing a thing. Oh, Zack Snyder, you want to make all these movies great? Oh, stop in the middle of this one. Oh, blah, blah. like it was a fucking mess. So hopefully, and I do believe because they know they can't keep fucking this up. Hopefully, Warner Brothers has said. You get eight to ten years with it. You get let's do this. Let's see what happens and go from there. And like, let's commit to what this actually is and go forth and 
make a universe. And whether it succeeds or fails, that's a different conversation. But yeah, let's get out there and make some cool shit. And there's a lot of cool shit in here. Like for me, obviously, Superman's at the top of the list, right behind it, Brave and the Bold. And right behind that, if not tied with that, is Lanterns. Like I think, again, Green Lantern is such an amazing character slash core of uh, DC history and story and richness that we have not gotten into. We have just not gotten into outside of animated films, right? Like, it's, you know, it was it billed as, you know, when Ryan Reynolds' movie was coming up, this could be the Star Wars, and that didn't happen, obviously. You know, when Kevin Smith had that CW look ahead at what they were going to do with the DC yeah. and he had Jeff Johns on, they talked big about Lan Green Lantern and it never happened. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen so many teases of it and Green Lantern is so fucking cool. And so if they're like, you know what? No, it's going to be a true detective show with Hal and John and they're just Green Lantern. That sounds fucking awesome. And what a cool way to introduce the idea of the core and what a Green Lantern is. Like, that is super fucking exciting. Hey, you want another Batman film and you don't want it just to be the same as the Batman, the same as Batman Begins, the same as whatever? Cool. We're doing it where he's a dad. He has Damien. That's what we're dealing with. You know who fucking Batman is, but you've never seen on film Bruce really be a dad before, let alone wrestle with the idea of being a dad. Awesome. Let's go. Superman, we need a full start on. We need to see Truth, Justice, and I like a better tomorrow, but they say American way in here, right? I, either way, we need to see Clark Kent be Clark Kent. And I love the idea, as always, of Clark Kent being, I am the man I am today, and that means I am just a person who wants to do good because of the Kents, because of being raised in Smallville, because of crashing in Kansas. But what does that mean for my Kryptonian heritage? Which, when they toss that in there, do it. usually for me, that means Brainiac. And I think we haven't seen Brainiac on uh, screen, right? So this would be a great way of introducing him. There's been so many great stories where Brainiac shows up and is the guy who can tell you more about it, and you don't know if he's bad, but then, of course, he's bottling cities and being really fucking bad. But, like, that would also be a great look at, you know, a, a younger Clark who really only knows himself through being... Superman, the you know the the crest in his uh, spaceship, and that's what they've built it out of. And then Brainiac shows up, and he wants to believe in the good of people. And this guy's got knowledge, but then we find out it's not good, and we have to go that way. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. I'm just stoked for a Superman who believes in helping people. Uh, so we have this handful of of titles, right? Um, some of them are very, very, very exciting: Brave and the Bold, Superman Legacy, Supergirl. Some of them, eh, Supergirl, nothing. I'm, I'm excited for. That's a mid-tier one. Okay, okay. And then, then we get... Waller I'm up there for, too, because, of course, Viola Davis, you know, oh, we hate the DCEU. Viola Davis has always been a fucking oh, for shining sure. bright oh, yeah. spot. And Amanda Waller is an amazing character in general. So to see her get pulled into this DCU and whatever they're going to do to reset it to make it work, I do love the idea that underneath the, you know, the underpinnings are there of that. Yeah. Uh, but then we also get the Creature Commandos is the, the name of Thank it. Uh, and And other, th like, Swamp Thing and things of that nature. What's missing? Is there something that oh, you're Wonder, like... Oh, I mean, the Trinity. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, Wonder Woman semi-represented? No, she's not. This, yeah. is, this is them doing to Wonder Woman fans what they did to me as a Superman fan. All right, yeah. Here's a cock tease. Yeah. You're going to go to Themyscira, and you assume at the end of this series, there is the flash-forward setup of whatever, Diana grabbing the, the thing, and putting it, or it's all built to what... But, like, as a Wonder Woman... I'm not... I, if I was a huge Wonder Woman fan, I like Wonder Woman. I do... I. I'm stoked for more of her eventually. I'd be like, oh, this is Krypton again. For, yeah. But it, it is for Wonder Woman where it's like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Where it's like, I think it's cool build to it. Sure. But like, meh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. now they did again for the millionth time. This is not the full chapter one. I know. So, so we I are, know. There, there will be more. But, but you it, say what's missing. Exactly. I'm, it's, it is. If this is the way they're starting, it is interesting that like the Trinity, you're right. Like that's, 
that is a, an omission. Yeah. And so, yeah, where, I mean, where's, you know, and I, is, again, this is just the start of it. I mm-hmm. get it. But if you're asking me just to what's, I mean, I want to know more about the Bat family. Where is the Justice League in terms of this? Like, what is going on? What is the Flash? Where, what about Martian Manhunter? And I know these are like nerdy inside things that I don't expect to be answered right away. And I, I expect to see them come together on the screen, right? And, or the video game screen or whatever. It's like, and that'd be cool if Themyscira built into the Wonder Woman game from Monolith, but I'm sure the train's out of the station on that mm, one. We're a little mm. too far gone on that, but whatever. I can't wait for that fucking game, but that'd be cool if they... Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. It's it's just that of like, what's missing is just, you know, some of the other flagpoles or things, you, or tentpoles Ten that you're looking for. <laughs> also the flags you'd expect to see flying in the DC uh, EU, right? What? Rick flag? No, I, no, I do not need to see Rick Flagg. No, I don't need to see Rick Flagg Senior either. Bad. I don't need to see Rick Flagg Senior, You're but I'll take know. it. It's fine, whatever. It's cool. But static yeah. shock when we get in them. I mean, I expect stat- static shock pretty quick. Yeah, I'm not quick. But. I'm surprised it's not part of this. Yeah, I thought that that, that would be like a, a for sure thing. But yeah, um, it's an exciting start. Yeah, I'm glad James made good on his promise of telling you in January, I love last it. day yeah. at the finish line. Yeah, uh, it's an exciting start. I have full confidence in James Gunn. He's yep. never given me a reason not to believe in him. Uh, I think that this is a great jumping off point. It's, of course, heartbreaking. It's still so far away, but it's exciting. We'll talk about this for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Like You're looking not only at the start of the DCU, right? You're looking at the start of the next eight years of kind of funny content oh, yeah. of us talking Straight about up. this and taking Ben to movies and doing crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that. That's really cool, and it's, it's great to have something to look forward to and, and see what this will hopefully become, but... I have been burned before on DC properties, yep. so we'll and we, see if it actually happens. We, we still got a couple movies this year. <laughs> we, we got Shazam Fury of the Gods in a little over a month, Greg. And that sucks because I do not give a shit about that movie. I, I Flash, I'm excited about. Flash, I, I wanted yep. for a while since they've announced it. And it's like, what in the, you know, is it Ben Affleck? Is it Michael Keaton? What are they doing? Where does it go? I can't believe we didn't get to see Michael Keaton. Goddamn Batgirl. I digress. Uh, I'm excited for that film. But Aquaman? Fucking uh, the Shazam, like, fine, whatever. Shazam, and this is really telling to me. Shazam, my interest level in Shazam is that they released a trailer last week, and I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Shazam to me is, and I the last the first trailer we watched I was like, yeah, look, whatever, fine. yeah, yeah. Shazam looks like a trailer that would run in a movie you're watching. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, in oh, the movie, yeah. in the universe, they're like, oh, Shazam, and it's Zachary Levi. Oh, it's like, all right. All right. Well, Whatever. All right. Well, let us know in the comments below how excited you are for the DCU, what properties you are most excited for, what you think they're missing, that you wish was there, uh, all of that. Just just talk to me. Talk just talk to, to him. God please, damn it. Please. Uh, again, love you all. Thank you for hanging out with us. This has been the Kind of Funny Screencast. Subscribe on podcast services. Give us those thumbs up. Give us the five stars. Do it all and do it well. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.